Imagine how it would feel to go into labor confident that it's going to be a calm and beautiful process. Hi, I'm Steph, and this is the Original Design Podcast. Wherever you plan to birth, this podcast can help you prepare more deeply for your labor. In each episode, you'll hear uplifting birth stories from amazing women. When they share their stories, you witness through your mirror neurons on a subconscious level that your authentic desires for birth are possible too. And it builds faith, especially when they share about their upbringing and any obstacles that they overcame along the way. So by tuning into this podcast, you're expanding your belief in your ability to birth. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of living out your original design. If you enjoy this episode, please take a moment to leave a review, comment, and share it with a friend that's struggling or could really benefit from the information you're about to hear. Hello, welcome back to the Original Design Podcast. I'm um, here today with my friend Ali. She is a um, beautiful woman who I met over New Year's and, um, and she's based in Victoria. She's got two kids um, and today we're going to hear about the, her birth with her second daughter, Eva. Um, so, hey, Ali, how are you going? Good, thanks, Steph. How are you? <laughs> so good, so good. Um, so I'd love to start off by asking you um, about um, how did you decide what kind of birth you, um, you actually wanted or desired? Did you have any examples to um, kind of base your approach off? I did. Um, I'm one of six children and mum had natural births with all of us. Um, one was breech, um, one was premature, 10 weeks premature, um, but she just had really fantastic birth experiences with all of them. And I think that probably um, gave me a sense of um, knowing that that was what I should see as normal and good um, and what I should aim for. And then my sisters both have had lots and lots of children. <laughs> one has had eight and the other's had six and they've all been natural as well. Um, so wow. yeah, they've just instilled in me this amazing sense of you can do it and this is what what birth was meant to be like. Like, yeah, as natural and as beautiful as possible. That's wonderful. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, are you where are you in the family, in the siblings? Um, are you the youngest? Are yes, you midway? Yeah, number six. Yeah, wow. Okay, amazing. <laughs> That's so much fun. Wow. Um, and did you ever, um, did you have the desire to have your mother present with you in the birth or did you, who did you actually have um, with you for Eva's birth? I had James, just James with me. I felt that because we'd already had a baby, um, it, he sort of knew what to expect and would be right just with him. Mm. Um, in the, the previous birth, I had my sister Liz come. She actually it was so quick that she only just made it um, after a couple of seconds after the baby was born. But um, yeah, it was just James and I for the um, for the second birth, and it was it worked really well. 
Wow, beautiful. Um, okay, so tell me a little bit about what you were believing for um, for this birth, for your birth with Eva. Um, what were you, yeah, what were you believing was um, and kind of expecting in your heart for the birth? My prayers are always um, um, safe and free of complications. And that's what I was expecting. Um, I was also really hoping for painless, <laughs> um, but uh, we, I definitely got a safe and, and a birth completely free of complications. And that's what, that's, that's what I expect every time. And that's what I um, have in my mind that that's what's going to happen. And um, yeah. And, and just, yeah, just be, being, um, having a still mind definitely helps. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Did you have to, throughout your pregnancy, um, maybe you could even speak to your pregnancy with Maggie, um, did you have to work through any um, struggles to do with, you know, fear around childbirth um, or did you already, because of the foundation that you're in the example that your mother and sisters had set, um, you know, what was that journey like for you? Um, I had, I didn't have much fear at all actually. Um, the only fear in my second birth with Eva was that it would never happen because it was it was fairly long. It was 21 hours um, of fairly um, intense labour, I guess. But And so sort of by the 18th hour, I was starting to wonder <laughs> whether I'd just be in labour forever. <laughs> um, but at that moment, actually, I just got a whole heap of texts from my sisters and, um, yeah, just this beautiful assurance that it was going to be okay um, and not to be disheartened um and then my midwife changed and I, just a few other things changed I hopped in the bath and just it things actually turned around from that point and it was just moved on really quickly from there yeah that's brilliant yeah um, yeah okay wow um so why don't you tell me a little bit about what it was like the day that you went into labor with Eva um the day I went into labor let me think um <laughs> It was a very, it was a good day. It was a calm day. I'd had the um, the show a couple of days before, so I was just very excited. Um, and we had my mother-in-law on standby to look after Maggie. So um, I laboured in the afternoon quite calmly and through the night. I wasn't able to sleep too much because you're just so excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a good, it was a, it was a calm day and a joyful day. Wow. Yeah. And, and how... Um, how many hours was it before you felt like, okay, I'm in active labor now, this is really happening, like things are kind of ramping up a little bit? That would have been probably the 20th hour. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah. was what was it like in that, that kind of that period where you almost like that in-between transition period where mm -hmm. things were happening but it wasn't, it wasn't um, you know, maybe as um, consistent or intense? Um, you know, what kind of activities were you doing? What kind of positions were you in? Um, yeah, where was your head at? Like, what was that, that period like? Um, it was good. Um, we had some music playing, um, just a, a playlist of all kinds. <laughs> um, and I had my husband with me. We were, we were a little bit bored before things ramped up. Probably next time I would probably actually bring some things to do between even even if there's only a couple of minutes between contractions maybe bring more snacks or something to do because we were sort of wandering around a little bit 
um, <laughs> kind of looking for something to do. But then, yeah, when things <laughs> ramped up, after I hopped in the bath, it was great because I was trying lots of different positions. I was looking at my midwife. There was a lovely lady who was um, a student midwife and she was giving me massages and that was the best, actually. I would highly recommend having a somebody, um, even somebody apart from your partner who's talking to you, having somebody just there to take care of your body mm-hmm. um that was that was the best and so when the when the fairly intense contractions would come we would just all together focus on getting through it and she would massage me she had the hot water on my back it was really really good um having that um support as well that sounds amazing yeah, that sounds really so good. good yeah so um um so i guess talk me through a little bit about the um so you had a natural hospital birth. Um, so at what point did you decide, okay, now we're going to go to the hospital? Um, when the contractions were about uh, five or four minutes apart, um, we went in. Um, they were just getting a little bit more intense. And with Maggie, we went into the transition period really quickly and without much warning. So um, so I was going from fairly early labour to all of a sudden she was coming. So <laughs> I didn't really want to be stuck in the car again um, in that in that position. So I we went a little bit earlier and they um, allowed me to stay um, just because they were wanting to monitor my heart rate and things like that. So, um, yeah, just when things were ramping up a bit. I don't know. It was actually a strange thing. It's sort of like, yeah, we can go. Why not? i know it's yeah absolutely it's kind of like it's that mystery of like okay is do we feel to go now is now the time so yeah yeah it is always also useful to to call them and they can talk you through what what's happening and what your contractions are like and all that kind of stuff usually they'll recommend that you stay home but um yeah as far as long as possible but yeah yeah um and did you have any sense of um, the positioning of of Eva in in um, in your um, in your uterus in your womb? Um, yeah, do you do you know like obviously she it sounds like she might have been head down. It wasn't a breech birth, um, but did you have a sense of where she was positioned or? Yeah, she was posterior for most of it until I got in the bath. So yeah. um, that caused a little bit of back tension there, um, and it was just a little bit more uncomfy I guess than Maggie who was in the correct position um but my midwife actually um she was a fantastic Nari lady and she when I got in the bath she was telling me all these things you know wiggling my hips and putting one leg out to the side (laughs) all kinds of things and I think at that point she turned um and she 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 absolutely loves water births and she's saying that it often works for posterior babies to hop in the bath and move around a bit um yeah so she she flipped at that point and then that's when she started coming down yeah yeah wow and um just going back to i guess the probably the lead up to the actual um time when when eva emerged um at what point um were the contractions you know um so intense that you couldn't um you know focus on other things they require your full attention um so for me like that was when my midwife said you know give me a call when you know when the contractions are they need your full attention because that's kind of when things are ramping up it's a good way to to kind of know that this is happening um so yeah when did that sort of happen for you that was actually probably only um 45 minutes before she was born yeah Um, when yeah all your concentration is on just getting through the contraction Yeah. yeah Yeah, beautiful. 
Um, and then, so did you actually end up having a water birth with Eva? Yes, yes. My midwife yeah. was insistent that unless something went wrong, which nothing did, she was wanting me to stay in the bath. Um, yeah. It was actually the best. I would recommend it highly because um, the after um, recovery was so much better. Like, everything was so much more gentle down there. I, she came yeah. down very quickly, but I didn't care. Um, it didn't hurt to weave afterwards, which was really nice. Um, yeah. yeah. The next day I was bouncing up the steps. I could have felt that on top of the world and felt almost completely normal the next day. It was really great. Wow, that's yeah. Amazing. Whereas Maggie, I was just a little bit more hurty, I guess, down there. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, what was um what was the actual moment like when you first laid eyes on on Eva? Um. You know, in the in the water, and you can see oh, her there. What was man. that like for you? <laughs> it's just the best thing in the world. It's like it's like on par with getting married. It's just the most beautiful <laughs> moment when you've worked hard and you just are holding this amazing thing and, and whatever you've been through in the last day or two just flies out the window and you're like, oh, my. <laughs> it was just the best. I, I caught her myself. So I was sort of um, – I was on my back oh, in, in the bath. I was lying on my back and my husband – sort of had me under the arms he was outside of the bath and I was on the edge there and um mm-hmm. so I was able to lean forward and um yeah and just grab her as she came out and I just cuddled her straight away <laughs> <You just, laughs> I probably should have waited a bit because they they had to run to get some blankets but yeah <laughs> I was like, oh come here she was so cute oh yeah. my goodness wow that's amazing yeah. that's so beautiful um and what was it like um I'm assuming you, you you might have done breastfeeding with um <laughs> with your girls. What was it like for you second time round with um you know with Eva? Did she um yeah? What was that journey like? Um, Eva was really really good. She was one of those dream babies. Um, she latched on almost straight away and just drank and drank. She yeah, she was really good. Um, it wasn't painful. I was used to it, so there wasn't that strange sort of working out how to. <laughs> do everything um yeah yeah so she was just she was just perfect I was probably a little bit more relaxed with her like I I fell asleep with her on me feeding quite a lot Um, (laughs) yeah and you know things like that you just um adjust and work your way around things but yeah she she fed very beautifully yeah yeah wow did she do um the breast crawl when she was first born to find um, um, your breast to do the feeding or did you, you just helped her and then she just was right there and just happily sucked away? Or It was a while before I got to cuddle her because um, mm. I had to get out of the bath and get dried off and everything. And they yeah. had to just make sure because in the bath it's sort of hard to tell how much blood you've lost. So they just had to make yeah. sure that I wasn't bleeding too much, which I wasn't. Yeah. And, um, and so when I got her, I just popped her on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. That's that's lovely. And um, what kind of support was James, your husband, able to um, provide to you since, it, you know, it was just you two and then obviously, you know, the midwives and the student midwife, you know, helping with the massages. But what kind of role did, did James play for you? Um, company and, um, and, and support. He was just at my head telling me that I was doing really well and that was really nice to hear yeah um, he's he's not one of those down and dirty get down you know catch the baby cut the umbilical cord he's a little bit <laughs> he'd much <laughs> rather stay at my head <laughs> so, um, so he did that and um, yeah he was just great 
he kept me company. He he was actually quite funny. He was telling jokes. It was fun yeah. to laugh, especially in those early early stages. At one stage, <laughs> I had a contraction. I asked him to sing to me, <laughs> and he sang. <laughs> he sang Father Abraham. <laughs> Which, because it was the only child-related song he could think of at the time, so I, I'm probably I find it much more amusing now than I did then. But it's just, it was definitely he lightened the mood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I don't think of him as a singer, so that's a quite a funny request. Yes, <laughs> you know, when you just like you just request for strange things. You're like, I need grapes. Totally. I just need <laughs> this is all I need right now. I need grapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. <laughs> Um, okay, well, um, I actually want to now talk to you a little bit about the um, the postpartum journey. So you alluded to it, you know, that um, with Eva it was, it was a lot easier. Um, the, the water birth really kind of helped with the gentle transition. Yes. Um, and so what was, did you have any plans for the, you know, that, that after birth um, period? Um, did you have like support lined up? Like did you you know, help with Maggie while you had baby Eva? Like what was that whole plan like for you and um, that whole that whole experience? Um, I had my my husband's uh, family. They were sort of on, um, on call. So they looked after Maggie while we were in hospital. And um, I actually missed her quite a lot. So probably about 12 hours after I gave birth to Eva, we spent the night there together and then I headed home um, just because I, I, yeah, I wanted to be home with Maggie because she would have missed missed us, and um, so we did that. And yeah, we just had we had some beautiful people, um, family, and people from church bring us food. Um, apart from that, James had some time off work, so he helped as well. And James's mum is very hands on, so she she helped quite a lot. Um, but Eva Eva slept quite well, so she didn't have to do any of the um, overnight support <laughs> like she yeah. had to do with Maggie so yeah it was it was good I was getting enough sleep to get me by and um, and I just had some practical help with cooking and cleaning during the day for a couple of weeks yeah mm. that's beautiful um and so um how many weeks do you think it was before you you know because obviously there's always a transition you know your uterus goes back down to size, but then, you know, your muscles have to go back into place, you know, your, your organs, everything is, you know, getting back into alignment and that sort of thing. How many weeks was it or, or months before you kind of felt like, oh, oh, that's right. Like this is kind of how I feel. Um, this is how I feel in my body. Like this is, you know, the, you know you've been holding a baby in, your, in yourself for nine months. And then mm-hmm. how long was it before you started kind of getting that sense of like, yeah, this is what it feels like to be me again kind of. Um, probably two months, I would say. Mm, yeah. I remember the two-month mark just feeling um, normal again, also having adjusted to having a second child. I, I was out. Of, it was a really clear memory, actually. I was just out um, doing grocery shopping with them both and I felt like, oh, I'm I'm capable of doing this now and I feel well well enough to, um, you know, get the pram out and get them, get them all in the car and out again and do the groceries with them. Um, mm. Yeah. And it, and it was all, it was uphill from there. So I'd say yeah, two months. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. It sounds, um, yeah, it's, I love how it's just in those, that ordinary moment that that kind of realisation just hit you like, yeah, okay, I'm doing this. I can do yeah. this and I'm doing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, I might, um, 
ask you um, just three, um, three questions and they're kind of like the quick fire questions. Uh -huh. um, so the first one is, um, what is the, what was the best thing that you got given or bought for a hundred dollars or less? And I'll preface this by saying that pretty much everyone that we've had on the podcast so far has said a baby carrier, <laughs> so oh, so which is amazing. And, um, but is there anything else apart from a baby carrier that, um, that you absolutely loved? It would, yeah, baby carrier was going to be my my number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so they're so good. Hey? Yeah, yeah, they are. They what are what brand? What did you have a particular brand that you were really into? It came free with the pram actually, so it's a oh, um, awesome. it a, uh, safe and sound baby yeah, carrier. Which, yeah, it just it just works. I still I, she's still in it. She's um, uh, sixteen months now. She's still <laughs> in the baby carrier. That's yeah. so good. Um, yeah, we had Willow in it forever as well. Yes, it's yeah. so good. Uh, <laughs> Anything else? Um, I'm just trying to think about 100. My stroller is just so beautiful, <laughs> but it was it was it was over 100. Um, oh, that's all right. Yeah, it's I've, I've got the. I would probably try and get it secondhand next time because it is fairly pricey. Um, yeah, but we had to get one <laughs> for traveling, so we didn't have time to shop. Um, it's the the uh, city mini baby jogger stroller for when they're a bit older. Um, yeah, just the best thing ever because you. It's just the most convenient stroller if, yeah I love it so much you mm. can kind of pack it up just with one hand you pull it up and it all folds beautifully it's small and zippy and it's light um it just works really well for when you've got um it worked really well when I was heavily pregnant and um pushing Maggie around um and for under 100 um when you're uh introducing the bottle to them if, if you're solely breastfed um when I was introducing the bottle to, the, to to Eva, I think she was four months old and I just wanted to give her one sort of feed at night because I think we had a wedding or something. I've got the Mag Mag cup and it's got a straw. Uh, it's got a few things that you can use, but it's got a straw and I weaned her straight to the straw cup. And when she was four months old, she was actually able to get the handles and feed herself milk with a straw cup in her high chair. <laughs> so I was like, oh, legend. So And she still That's uses awesome. it. It's really good. Yeah. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. Because, like, they've got that sucking action anyway, so why not suck it up a straw? Yeah, it, it took her maybe a couple of days to just figure yeah. out how to use it, and then she was she was going. She was like, hey, this stuff is cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. So good. Um, okay. And what would be your best thoughts and advice for um, the postpartum after, after birth? Um, yeah, best advice for um, my best advice would be um, to it's it's a chance that I give myself because you're when you're not sleeping well and um, sometimes things can get quite overwhelming and when you're just knackered you don't you don't really think straight. <laughs> um, <laughs> always call somebody, especially somebody who's had a baby before, um, and they'll be able to give you a bit of perspective that it is early days. Um, and that it, it doesn't last forever, that that period of, of sleeplessness. Um, and obviously get as much rest as you can, but go out enough so that you can be sane. <laughs> Some people feel um, feel like they can't really leave the house, but even like a five-minute walk outside or um, make sure you get fresh air. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. That's really good. Um. And the last of the three questions is um, if you could put um, a message on a billboard for 
pregnant women to see what would what would you like it to say um it sounds very nike but you can do it (laughs) (laughs) come on yeah so good (laughs) yeah so good so good um well that's pretty much they're pretty much all the questions that I had was there any other um little things you wanted to mention um about your birth or the the journey that you had um I feel like I've I feel like I've shared all the main bits your questions were very good yeah Um, we'll have to we'll have to get you back on to um to hear more about Maggie's birth because it sounds like it was really really interesting as well yeah it was different yeah (laughs) (laughs) so good well thank you so much for the chat I so appreciate it it's um it's just really fun to hear like all different perspectives on birth and um yeah and and yours is just such a unique story so thank you you're welcome thanks so much for doing this (laughs) stuff okay love you bye thanks Bye. (laughs) bye